On episode eight of Act to Live, we explore mindfulness a little bit deeper and even try our first experiential exercise on air, a guided meditation. So come on, let's take a walk. We are back. Um, welcome all, everyone out there. Um, it is a great day. I am feeling good. Jamie, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well today. It's a good day. Definitely. You know, though, as you were saying that, I was thinking a bit more about it, like I often do. And just as I was getting ready for you to start hitting the record button on the podcast. I just had this kind of thought come over me where I was like, you know, we've been doing this for a while and I still get nervous. I still kind of get jittery until we start kind of talking and getting into a conversation. Really? I just wonder. Yeah. I mean, and even with presenting, we've been doing that for years. I still, still have those moments where I just feel Tense and nervous before we start. That makes sense, though. I mean, you know, um, this is still fairly new, this whole um, podcast idea. But I think it also shows that um, that you um, care, too, you know? That is true. And you know, what I was just thinking, and it might be a big request, especially to ask on air, but I realized that the one thing that we often do before we present, or even sometimes in our presentations, is we take a minute or two to kind of be mindful and connect with ourselves. And I really think, I don't know, that helps me to just get centered and more in the zone. So I was wondering if you'd be willing to guide a meditation for me and our listeners sure oh my god absolutely oh this is so cool this is our our first um um experiential activity really you know that's um, true um um that we've actually done on air this is exciting okay i'm excited okay nothing like putting you on the spot huh yeah that's all right happens a lot really all the time you are used to it yeah (laughs) i'm used to it with you yeah always on the spot just kidding folks not always most of the time sometimes all right so um the the um the um first thing is having you sit in a um comfortable um, chair, um, and not, and not, um, not, um, um, too soft or too, um, fluffy, but a good chair, good, um, chair that has a, um, a straight, um, back to it. You want to be, um, setting up. Uh, if you are 
listening and you are maybe um, um, in the um, car, so, uh, you know, um, focus on that right now, um, you know, um, driving a car comes first, but, um, possibly, um, go back and, and listen to, 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 um, to this part, um, later on. So, um, let's, um, sit up straight in that chair, um, have your feet flat on the, um, floor, excuse me, and have your hands on the, um, on the, um, tops of your legs. They can be either facing up or down. It's up to you. And you can kind of let, let uh, your eyes fall closed. And we're just gonna try and focus on the air, on the air around you. And you might even start to hear it in your ears and kind of feel it on your face in the air. It might be cool or warm. It might tickle the hair on your arms or on your face. And now let's try and focus on that air going in your nose. And notice how it it goes down the back of your throat and it goes into your lungs and how your chest expands and your back belly and sides expand allowing more air in and then as you exhale how your belly, your back, and your sides relax. Your chest falls. And the air, it rises out of your lungs and up the back of your throat. And it comes out your mouth. So let's just focus on that one process that we all share. And that's breathing, focusing on the air, going in our nose, filling our body, noticing how our body reacts 
to the air coming in. And then noticing how our body reacts to the air as we exhale and let it back out, out our mouth. And we can just kind of do that for a few more seconds. Keeping in mind that the air is helping us live, helping us grow, helping us think, keeping our body alert and focused and here and present. If you could take just three breaths on purpose, your own breaths, your own pace, your own space, and then slowly allow your eyes to open up. Go ahead. How was that, Jamie? That was wonderful as usual. Really helped me to just slow myself down a little bit and forget about all those thoughts in my head from before and after and just kind of focus on now. Cool. So thank you. Thanks yeah. for leading that for us. No problem. No problem at all. So Scott, I have a question for you. I think, you know, mindfulness, I feel like is a word that's been, I don't know, floating around for a while. It seems to be a bit of a buzzword currently in a sense for sure you know i think in a way our culture is just so fast-paced and busy that in a way people are looking for something to help them slow down a little bit and kind of focus on that present moment and what's right in front of them but i know your journey with mindfulness started um quite a while ago so i was wondering if you might tell us a little bit about you know, your journey with mindfulness, what led you to kind of looking into it a bit? Yeah, well, um, I started looking into it. Uh, this has to be in 2007. I was in my first year of my um, PhD. And uh and I had heard of this um, um, club that was on um, campus, and it was a um, mindfulness club. And uh, I didn't really know anything about it. You know, back then I, I had heard of it, and and I thought, well, you know, I'll I'll. Um, check it out and I uh, went and you know I started to learn the um, practice of it so the idea of um, sitting still um, the um, the um, 
uh, uh, basics of having a you know a nice um, posture too as well as um, uh, um, part of the um, practice itself of doing it and you know as I started doing it, I started to think how it might apply to me as a person who um, stutters. Um, and then I started thinking and thinking more about it um, and started reading more um, on it too. And this idea of being um, present and here and now, um, you know, was really um, fascinating um, for me because I've always been a person who spent a lot of time living in my past, mm-hmm. you know, where um, having a, a lot of negative feelings about how I talk and stuttering and then worrying about things that have not happened yet Um, and spending a lot of time um, getting anxious about possibly um, stuttering down the road or in a certain um, situation. And I never thought about the idea that life itself is happening right now. It's mm-hmm. happening right now. Um, and I started to learn more and more about it and like sitting more. And then, you know, I, 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 um, I found out that doing doing a yoga is a form of form of being um, being um, mindful as well. So mm-hmm. you know, I then learned about the whole um, mindfulness um, moving. So that was awesome too, you know, um, being a person who, you know, runs and has, has, has played a a lot of different sports, the idea of being present as I, um, do those things, you know, again, I, I never really thought about at all. Um, and then, um, like I sat with a Buddhist um, a monk for about um, two years, and you know I learned a lot, lot um, from him. And you know I I learned like many things about what mindfulness is, and really what it isn't at Mm -hmm. times you know so um like that was just an amazing um experience too and he was actually a um a u.s 
um, Marine for like um, 20 years. And he had um, told me that being mindful had been like, had been, um, had been um, um, one of the hardest things he had ever done. He said, and he goes, it has been the most, most, the most rewarding too. Interesting. That idea of mindfulness being one of the most challenging things, you know, especially for him to say that, knowing that he's been probably through lots of challenging, you know, moments in his life. And I, you know, I think you touched on so many good points. I kept nodding my head as you were talking. I know our listeners can't see that, you know. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) You can. I just remember the first time kind of hearing about this idea of mindfulness. And I think in a lot of ways now, I realize I had a lot of misconceptions in my mind. Like, I really thought that mindfulness or the only way to be mindful was, you know, to sit and meditate for hours on end. And to be honest, when I was in college and kind of looking into mindfulness, I didn't have time to do that. I didn't have, you know, time to do much. And so I think I kind of steered clear of it for a while. And the more, you know, we talked about it and I read about it, I realized it's like there's so many ways to be mindful. And yes, meditation is a great avenue and yoga is a great avenue. But even just, you know, paying attention to what you're doing in that moment, eating a little bit slower and, you know, smelling your food and tasting your food, you know, journaling and really just writing whatever comes to your mind you know, in that moment, or one of my favorite things, just, you know, going for a walk. And instead of being so caught up in your thoughts that you don't even realize how you got from point A to point B, you just observing what's around you. And, you know, by kind of incorporating some of those things, I think I found myself surprised at what kind of thoughts started coming up in my life. I think I realized, wow, I'm giving myself some space and maybe thoughts or feelings that I've been suppressing or pushing away for a while now have room to come up. And I'm not going to lie, I have to be honest that that was not always the easiest thing. And a lot of those feelings and thoughts I kind of wished, you know, I could push away and and hide again, um, at least initially. But I think what I realized is, wow, I'm just giving these thoughts and feelings space where before I was filling every possible still space that I had. Oh, that makes sense. And that's interesting that it's interesting that it's interesting that that really you had had thought that that kind of the idea of being um, mindful, you know, you know, was, was 
um, possibly like um, one thing at mm-hmm. first, you know, just like um, sitting down. But then, it, 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 you know, it, you had learned that really it could be like done anytime, anywhere. Exactly. And, you know, John Kabat-Zinn, who's a, you know, guru in the mindfulness field, has such an awesome definition that I think like encompasses what we've been talking about. You know, he says mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way. So it's like that idea of paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. So it's something that you're choosing to do. You're focusing on right now what's in front of you. And then I think the hardest component, at least for me, is that idea of trying not to judge ourselves as we're being mindful. Like, oh, I just thought about something I had to do after yoga as I'm doing yoga or, you know, as I'm sitting and maybe meditating and being a little little bit mindful and I realize I'm thinking about a lot of stuff, just noticing that I'm thinking instead of, you know, yelling at myself for thinking. That's actually a good call. And that's, I think, probably one of the hardest things to do is to look at our own thoughts without putting um, judgments onto them. Mm, that's a, a that 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 sounds like it takes um, practice to do, Jamie. I think it does, and that's a a good word, practice. And that's another thing I think through mindfulness, I've realized that it's a practice. You know, I would love to say I woke up one day and said, I'm going to be mindful. And the next day I was like, yes, I'm a guru. No, that didn't happen. You know, it's just like with us as runners, if we decided to run a marathon tomorrow, having not trained, it probably wouldn't go well, you know? And so I think thinking about this idea of mindfulness as a practice can be really helpful. And what's neat, and kind of, I think it's in a geeky way, but there's a lot of research out there right now that's actually showing that this idea of a mindfulness practice, so spending some time on a regular basis, focusing on being mindful, is actually physically changing our brains. Yes, yes. They're actually doing a a, a lot the more of those of of those and studies too i think um in the past what probably 10 or 15 um years or so right yeah definitely and i think you know there's one that i read recently that was done in um 2011 by Hosel that actually looks at people's brains after spending 8 weeks you know, exploring and practicing mindfulness. And they did MRIs. And, you know, what they're finding is that there's actually increased gray matter in areas tied to learning, tied to memory, tied to self-awareness, compassion, you know, those areas that we're building by being mindful. 
And then they're finding that there's decreased gray matter in areas that are tied to stress and anxiety. And it's just, it's interesting because I think as you get into mindfulness, you feel those things and you experience those things. And then just knowing, wow, we're actually seeing these physical changes in the brain as well is just wild. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. I I think that really, you know, we ought to do another episode um, at maybe um, some point, and it kind of um focuses more on on these um studies because that sounds fascinating oh i would love that i think that would be really fun okay we'll definitely we'll definitely plan on that i think though just for our 101 on mindfulness or kind of our introduction right you know i was kind of thinking about our you know, action question or our action event, you know, of the week that we usually give our listeners. And, you know, I was thinking it would be neat if people are feeling up to it, you know, of just trying something this week to kind of focus on being mindful. So it could be sitting somewhere for five minutes, like we did at the beginning of our podcast and just breathing. It could be journaling it could be doing some yoga could be just going for a walk and really kind of focusing on what's around you the flowers the piles of snow whatever's out there and just really kind of being mindful and and seeing what it what happens what kind of observations sort of come up i like that jamie because it's 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 having us all Let's start out small, you know, is it's having us all just take that first step um, into this, you know, and we all about the first step. Well, yeah. Yeah, you have to have that first um, first um, um, step into anything new, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. I like that. So having our audience and us too, just uh, pick something to um, um, sit with or um, focus on. Hmm. Exactly. And right. it doesn't have to be for an hour. Just Set aside five minutes. I can see do how that. it goes. I can do that. I think I'm going to choose eating this week. I'm going to um, spend um, five minutes a day at the start of any a meal and try and focus on the food, how it smells how it tastes, how it maybe um, feels as I um, chew it. Oh, I'll be interested to hear how that goes. Yeah, I like that. I think I'm going to pull out my journal and 
dust it off a bit and give some stream of consciousness writing a chance. That's a good idea. That's also being um, present too and mindful. I like that. I like that. As always, um, send us your ideas, your um, experiences too, um, or any um, any um, questions too. Um, and we will talk to you soon and next time. Have an yeah. awesome day. See ya. Welcome. We're the Act to Live podcast. I'm Jamie Machise, along with my friend and co-host, Scott Palasic. You can connect with us on acttolive.com and our Facebook page. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and acttolive.com. Act to Live is a place where we observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together as we walk on this journey of life. We hope that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, that we can all become the best versions of ourselves. So come on, let's take a walk. My dear will grow.